and welcome back to the Outlet Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. We're so excited to have you. My name is Paisley. And I'm Connor. And this is our podcast. We, this is our second episode, which is kind of crazy, but we are super excited about today's episode. But before we jump into that, we just wanted to update you guys on some of our life updates. Connor, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Yeah, no, I'll start. Okay. Um, I finished my book, The Expectation Effect. It mm. was fabulous. And I started um, a new book called The Biggest Bluff, how this psychologist learns how to play poker and she becomes a professional. And it has been a very good book. It's more about decision making than poker. So I'm not a gambler, by the way. It's just... We do like playing 21, though. We do like playing 21. <laughs> That's That is true. Um. One thing about Connor, so he loves reading books, but he also likes reading physical books. So he literally brought, I think, like 12 books with him. And they're not small books. They're like novels, like, you know, Harry Potter book number, what, six or five and how they're huge. Yeah, his are bigger. Yeah, it's been a struggle not reading a physical book. But I've been getting the job done. Have you been reading it on your iPad? I have been reading on my iPad. Okay. So you just download them. Okay, that's cool. All right. My first life update is if you follow me on Instagram, you would have already seen this. But we finally got our iMac computer um, shipped to us here in Germany. So we were trying to decide when, like, Connor left for Germany. I obviously, like we talked about in last last week's episode... I had to pack up the apartment, but I had to do all these other little small tasks, like tasks, like trying to get the computer to Germany. And I was going to, I was planning on taking it in a carry on, um, like bag on the plane with me. But then I realized the thing is huge. It did not fit in my small suitcase or my big suitcase. And then my mom brought me an even bigger suitcase from uh, Washington. It didn't even fit in that either. So I'm just like, okay, what the heck are we going to do? So, and I was stressing out about packing my, my apartment up. It was freaking nerve wracking, but my mom was just like, don't worry about it. Leave it with me and I will ship it to you. And then she finally did. And it stayed in customs for over a month. Yeah. It's been a process for sure. It's, I've been looking at the tracking. I'm so glad we have technology and that we could see the tracking, but I was looking at the tracking and it took forever. But then finally, um, we talked to Connor's like GM and I guess he's really well known around here and he kind of got stuff done for us, which I love, or at least that's what it seemed like. But, um, yeah, so we finally got it. It was even a process at like the whole, I don't even know where we went. We like had to go to some customs like anyway they just had to make sure i don't know i have no idea connor had to show that he had been living in the united states for over a year and i'm like is our accent good enough (laughs) (laughs) okay anyway so yeah we're super excited about that facts um my next life update is the last two games i've played in i've been in foul trouble I've had a whopping nine fouls fouled out last game. That's crazy. And the game before, I had four fouls. The whole entire game, there were 67 fouls called. So there's 40 minutes. I watched the first half of that game um, because the second half had to go to practice. But, oh, my gosh, it was literally all the time just calling fouls. The rest just were freaking whistle happy. It was so annoying. I have never been a part of anything like it. It was wild. Yeah, that I I can't even imagine. That would be so frustrating. The game is just constantly being stopped. That's that's over one foul every minute. Yes. That's crazy. Yes. Okay, my next life update. Um, So I can't remember if I told you guys that our apartment – flooded (laughs) like got water damage the first week um connor got here to germany but we're supposed to be moving upstairs and we've known that since like i got here but it's finally kind of happening like the apartment is empty connor's went and seen it it actually has one more extra room than we have in here um in this apartment we just have a bedroom and then a kitchen and then a small hallway and a bathroom (laughs) 
so it's small, but um, we fit like our desk, our bed, our TV, everything in our bedroom. Um, so it'll just be nice to have an extra bed or yeah, an extra bedroom to kind of have like a living space, which that's something we definitely Yeah, I do not like doing my reading, my sleeping, my watching my TV all in one room. Yeah. And as athletes, like I think a lot of you who are athletes can relate, but when, when you're wanting to relax, you like just want to relax, sit on the couch and watch TV. And it's just weird sitting in your bed and watching TV for me and for Connor. It's just weird. It's not it. It's not it. That's all I have to say. Okay. So that's my second life update. Do you have one more? No, I think you should share the third one because it's. Okay. The third one is definitely a lot more personal to me. The first two are definitely obviously related to Connor and I, but, um, I bought a new hair oil because I've always kind of like living in Utah. My hair got very dry at certain times of the year, like obviously in the winter when it got super, super cold. So I got a new, well, I never tried it, but I got a hair oil. Um, I think it's called Jisoo, G-I-S-O-U. Um, and I, it's literally changed my life. I love it. It literally makes me, my hair feel so soft. Um, I just put a couple drops on my hand when my hair's damp and then, um, scrunch it into my hair cause I have curly hair or like wavy hair and I like to scrunch it up. So my curls are nice and it literally makes my hair so smooth when I try to wash it out. It's so nice. Okay. I love it. If you're looking at wanting to get a hair oil, just do it. It's so nice. Or just have soft hair like me. Okay, you're literally a dude with like two inches of hair. Okay, my bad, my bad. All right, well, that's our life updates. And we're super excited about, you know, episode two. Um, We actually have like a little background story to it. There's this wonderful breakfast place here in Germany. Very European breakfast, you know, get your cheese, your bread. Um, Little pastries. Yeah, pastries. And it's a buffet style. So you get, you know, the entire European breakfast. And this is kind of like where Paisley and I go and talk and eat. And we were kind of discussing what we wanted to talk about in, in this podcast. And as we were discussing, Paisley started to talk about being intentional. And she had so many good points. And I'm like, that's it. And she's like... And some points he didn't like. And some points <laughs> like I, I will... She was trying to explain it. And I'm like, okay, think a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's kind of like surface level. But then she did and I'm like, I was learning and I was like, oh, I'd like love to listen to this again and be a part of this, this conversation. Like, how about we bring this conversation to the podcast Mm -hmm. because it was so good. And so, yeah, I know (laughs) it was so good. And so that's what we're going to talk about today is being intentional and um, she's going to share a story and just come, come along with the conversation with us. Okay. So. Um, first off, being intentional is something that I feel like I've started to do. I feel like it's something you can always be doing, maybe even subconsciously, but when you're intently being intentional, like it really can change yourself to what you want to become. So, um, when I was talking to Connor, I was telling him, so on TikTok, I used to love to watch and I still do. But I used like it used to be the main thing I like to watch. And it was people unboxing packages, unboxing PR, seeing everything they got. Um, And I really, really enjoyed watching that. And then months went by. Years went by. Just kidding. (laughs) Some months went by. And all of a sudden, one day it just clicked for me. And I was like, this literally is so annoying. This is so annoying. And I texted Ashley, my sister-in-law, and I was like, Ashley, what is up with people doing these hauls of people unpacking things? It just clicked for me, like, the total waste of just space people were developing, like, this thought of, oh, everybody wants to have so many different things, Um, and then things became on trend. So, like... I, what one that I think of is like the Ugg slippers or the um, Birkenstocks, the kind of, I don't know what they're called, but they're like the clog ones. 
two shoes that I love. I don't have a pair of Uggs, but I do have Birkenstocks. I've had Birkenstocks since high school. Not the clog ones, just like the sandal ones. Um, But those two have become such big trends on TikTok where people are just like buying them. Like, And I get it if it's like a really, really cute shoe. I don't know. But it, it just is like what I, what I was telling Connor is I was watching all these videos and some of the videos are like Amazon hauls where people just buy Amazon packages every single week just to have content to post, which I also get if that's like your job and you're getting paid to do that. But it just it promotes a lifestyle that's one unobtainable. It's not obtainable. People do not have money to just spend on random products. And two, like it's an overconsumption of not even just like media because you can be on TikTok TikTok for hours, but an overconsumption of material. Like that's such a waste. Um, So what I was just telling Connor is like we we can be influenced in so many different ways. Um, and I was in this circumstances before I kind of realized, um, I didn't like what these people were doing because what it was is like buying multiple every single week, buying like a huge like order from Lululemon, which I love Lululemon. Like there are a couple brands like Skims, Lululemon, Nike, like you can always catch me in those three brands. Like I feel so confident and comfortable in those brands. But it was like these people are buying all these clothes every single like week. It it was so weird. I'm just like, how one, do you have that much money? And two, why are you trying to promote this to people who I know do not live the same lifestyle as you do? Because they're getting money from promoting those products so if people go to their links and buy them they get they get um money from that so then that just feeds back into their spending of buying like lululemon or um nike or the uggs or whatever so going back to my story um i used to be influenced by these type of videos like all of a sudden, I didn't know I ever wanted something. And then all of a sudden, I was wanting it. Oh my gosh, I need that. Connor, look how cute this is. Like, I totally want this. Do you think I should get this? And he's like, what are you talking about? I've never heard you talk about this before. Why all of a sudden are you wanting it? And I didn't realize until like later that, oh my gosh, I'm literally like, I'm only liking it because everybody else likes it. I think that's a very good point. So like, that brings in like there's this there's this thing called social proof, and social proof is the more the more you see other people do it, you feel comfortable doing it. And so, for example, like um, there's these clubs that will have like they'll pay people to stand outside their club, so it looks like it's busy, and then so people will look at it and be like, oh. I'm going to go into that club because everyone else is doing it. What are those people called? Are they called promoters? Because I've heard of people being called promoters and I don't really know what that is. I mean, promoter or whatever you want to, whatever you want to call them. But I think it's just very interesting. Like that as humans, we're so influenced by this herd mentality Mm -hmm. and that influences us to make decisions. Like we're not making our own decisions. We're being influenced by other people to make our decisions for us. Which is such a, like, no offense to anyone, but that, to me, that's such a sad way to live life. Like, okay, so growing up, I felt like I had no influence. Like, um, like not that I didn't have any influence, but, like, I wasn't influenced, if that makes sense. So when I grew up, like, let's talk about my, like, wardrobe and my style. For me, I always cared about like what I was wearing and I wanted to be stylish. I wanted to look good. I wanted to be unique. Most of all, I wanted to be unique for some reason since I was like young, I've always liked the idea of having things that other people don't have like in a unique way, whether that's shoes, whether that's clothing, like I just wanted to be unique. That's like the, like 
oh, should we get team basketball shoes? And I was always against that. Oh my gosh, that. I remember they did that. They wanted always. to do that in high school all the time. And then finally my senior year, I was like, no. And I think everybody got like Kyrie's and then I had my Kobe's and I just was so happy because one. The best shoe on the market. Literally the best shoe on the market. Oh my gosh, obsessed. So sad. Ugh, rip. But also two. Like, yeah, it does it look uniform. Yes, but I'm also a unique player. I'm not a robot on the basketball court. And two, like some shoes don't fit me compared to others and they're not as comfortable. So, and the Kobe's were so comfortable. Anyway, that's a tangent. But um, back to, what was I saying? You're going kind of through the phases oh, of your life. Like, oh, as a little girl. So, like-, like, yeah, I was talking about I didn't have any influence. And what I, or I wasn't influenced. And what I mean by that is like my mom didn't like one, there wasn't social media. So I wasn't looking on social media and seeing what everybody else had as clothing and stuff like that. And then I also was just oblivious when I was younger. I didn't look at the other girls clothes and stuff like that. Um, And then my mom, like she'd take me shopping every once in a while. Like I remember going to Fred Meyer and picking out shoes all the time. Like I always, I felt like I was always getting new pairs of shoes I think that's one reason why I just love shoes in general. Um, But like clothes wise, I wasn't really like, I didn't really one know what my style was because I was so young. I didn't know what I wanted my style to be, but I also wasn't being influenced. So it's not like all these girls had these, the same thing and I wanted it. It wasn't, that wasn't huge in my like life. So then I got to high school and then I think it was like the Adidas All-Stars. I'm sorry. Those are so ugly, like in my opinion. And all the girls had them in high school. And I was like, I never jumped on that trend. I was like, no way. Like everybody, one, has them. I don't want to have the same shoes as everyone else. I want to be unique. So like this is where I'm starting to say my intentionality. Uh, subconsciously, I was being intentional about not having the same things as others. But then... When I got to college and I actually got money, I was being paid. Um, like we got a stipend. So that's what I mean. Like as I was getting paid, I got like $600 in my bank account as a freshman during the summer. And I literally remember blowing through that money just by going to the mall and buying clothes. And it was because I never like had my own money to go do that. And that's something that was like I love to do. But then I started realizing, especially now in the last two years, when it came to my style and it came to clothes, um, I don't want, like, quantity over quality is not what I like. I want quality over quantity, if that makes sense. And so when I came to college, I pretty much brought my whole closet from high school, which I do not recommend doing because one, your style is going to change. Two, your body is going to change. You're not going to fit in your clothes. And three, like, I'm not saying you need to go out and buy a whole new wardrobe. Just take some pieces that you know you like to wear. Because I brought clothes from high school to college that I still had um, before I moved to Germany. And I had never put on again. And, like, I remember these last two years, I literally went through my closet so many times donating clothes. Like, Goodwill literally has my whole closet like in Provo. If you want to go get my clothes, go there. Um, but that was just because I decided like one, I don't wear these clothes. I don't like them. And then I also found out the clothes that I liked and the clothes that I felt comfortable in. And I looked confident and comfortable in. I just wanted to feel confident. Um, so in that sense, I was being intentional in the way of how I wanted to dress and what clothes I buy. So now I'm way more willing to buy something that's more expensive, like skims. Skims, I like their t-shirts. I like their bodysuits. I like, um, what else do I like? Oh, I like their bras. Like, and, and it's more expensive. That is more expensive, basic, casual clothes. But I feel confident. I feel comfortable. And I love those materials that I will buy that. And I'm not going to go because I used to go to H&M all the time and I like I still love H&M, but I used to go there and just buy obscene amounts of clothes that was just not it. Like it, like I only wore once or twice because the quality was so bad. OK, I'm going to I'm going to go back a little bit because you're saying, oh, I was being influenced and like 
I saw all these people and then I wanted these things. I wanted to like ask you the question of how did you get out of the rut? What was your process? Like what did you what did you start to realize to say, you know, like I'm being persuaded by what I'm watching on social media or what I'm reading on social media. And so how did you get out of that rut? Yeah, so social media I think definitely is a big um obviously there's there's people called influencers on social media so obviously uh, social media is a big influenced space and influential space so when i realized when i talked to my sister-in-law ashley and i'd realized i don't like cuz i used to want to get these pr packages and open them up for you guys and do this and uh, like watch me still on my social medias do hauls and stuff like that because i love one, I just love those types of videos, but I, I, I don't want to be the type of person that is buying something all the time. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know how to explain it, but I just think it's so, it, it's not fair to the viewers, I don't think. And it's not fair to society because I know like it's just not obtainable. It's way more important to save your money, guys. It is way more important to save your money for the future. Um, that doesn't mean don't use your money to do things that you enjoy now. Because let me tell you, we literally love going. Well, I love going to Vapiano's and I'm going to spend my money there. But it like all I'm saying is it's still good to like, um, what is it called? Like entertain yourself. But also it's very important to save your money. And so when I started realizing I didn't like this sort of overconsumption and I started deciding okay Paisley what do you actually want do you need this do you actually want something I started asking myself questions and those questions were why do you want this why why do you want this new item like I'll say I'll, I'll say I'll talk about the Ugg slippers I bought Connor a pair of Ugg slippers for like either Valentine's Day or his birthday or some type of holiday um but I also really wanted them. Like, I just think they're so cute. I would love to keep my feet warm in them. Um, and I've been wanting them for like over a year. And I feel like Uggs really come in and out of style all the time. And But they're really, really in style this year. But I had to decide, like, even now, I'm like, do I really want these shoes? Like, I feel like I'd only ever get these shoes if Connor gifted them to me or someone gifted them to me. Because... I don't know. For some reason, I just feel like that. But um, all I'm saying, I guess, is like, just ask yourself these questions of, do you want, why do you want this? Is it because everybody else has it and you want to fit in? Because that's understandable. Everybody wants to fit in, but there's also other ways you can fit in but stand out at the same time. And it was always, for some reason, important for me to stand out. Yeah. If I was, if I would like break this down, and just like hearing you and from like on my perspective is let's go back to like the Kobe shoes, for example. You said like this shoe fit me well. It was comfortable and like it had good grip. Like it was a good shoe for you. But people decide like, oh, what's the cool shoe? And they'll wear a shoe that's uncomfortable. Um, maybe it goes the size too small or whatever it is. And then they'll buy that shoe rather than what they know what would work for them. And so... I think like being intentional is first knowing kind of like what you want and just like to break it down. Like you wanted to be unique talking about clothes. You wanted to be unique in your clothes. And so you decided like, okay, how can I be unique? I don't want. And let me tell you, my style in high school was atrocious. Like I did not have any, like it was embarrassing. Anyway, go on. Yeah. So you're like, okay. My uniqueness was not (laughs) attractive. You're like, okay, like I want to be unique. I want to be different. So I don't want to wear as like everyone else is wearing. And then you decided also like, I like quality now. And so now your, your buys are like, I'm not going to go to, is it Zara and H&M? And well, all and I still like those stores. It's just not, I, I used to like over consume there, like buy like 11, 12 different items. And it's like, okay, like you don't need to do that. That first off, those aren't the best quality of clothes in my opinion. Yeah, and so then then you decide based upon dip, dip, like upon like what you want and then you make you make decisions. And so your money doesn't just fly out the window one way 
and your style and your overconsumption doesn't go out the other way. And so I think it's very important to know kind of like to have a process to ask questions and then know like who you want to be. And then that's how you can be like intentional. So rather than other people making decisions for you, you can make decisions for your life and you get the life that you really want to live. So Mm -hmm. I'll give an example in my life. Um, I have this dream of running a business. And one thing that I do, as I said earlier, is I read a lot. I try to learn from, from these businessmen. I try to learn from psychologists to make better decisions. And so I spend a lot of time. I make choices every single day that will help me succeed in that area. I'm not saying I will succeed, but the more I spend time in that and I'm intentional about that, the better opportunity or the probability of me running a business will just go up. So if I surround myself around businessmen, around business books, if I talk about business, if I do these things, then eventually I will get the outcome that I want. And so I think it's very important to like see your vision, see your dream, and then make choices and discipline yourself so that you can get what you want in life. I think that's what like greatness is. If you look at it, like, like if you look at Kobe Bryant, he's like, like you see clips all the time, like of him saying, okay, like you guys want to go party? Like I'm going to go to the gym because I want to be the greatest basketball player of all time. So his choice was aligned with, with his vision Mm -hmm. and that allowed him to be who he was. And so that's just my little spill, my little perspective on being intentional. That's good. What's our next point? Well, I just, I like, I want to like, I think like a good question to ask because before you can be really intentional is like, how do you know what you want? So how did you get to the point like you wanted to be unique? Like obviously like as a little girl, you wanted to be unique, but there's different aspects of what you wanted in your life. So I how did know. you get there? I think there? the uniqueness was just always instilled in me. I don't know if I like being unique is just important for me and it's always been important for me since I was young. So I don't I don't know if that's I wasn't ever maybe I was being intentional subconsciously about it, but like I don't know how intentionally Do you know what I mean? I don't know how that ever came to be. That was just, that's just who I am. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I f- I feel that. Um But there's other ways like there's other ways like I have decided what like it sometimes it's really hard to decide what you want what you want in life what you want for christmas what you want um well, for me, your near future let me ask you this so the experience you're going through right now you've kind of realized what you want more in life yeah so what's like what, I, like i've never been more sure in my life about what i want um okay so how'd you like get this, this here just by things that I don't want. So what is that called? That's called the inversion. Yeah, you can invert a question. Like, for example, like, how can I be a good husband? And you think about it and you're like, oh, I don't really know. And then you can just invert the question and be like, how can I be a horrible husband? Oh, I can yell at my wife. I can always be angry. I can not be kind. And then you're like, okay, those are the things I won't do. Yeah. Those are things I'll stay away. And if I don't do those, then I'll possibly be a good husband. Exactly. So, yeah, like I just, especially within these last, um, the, this last few times of my life, um, I've just been able to decide what I want to do because of the things that I'm like, eh, I don't want to do that anymore or at all or whatever. And so that has really helped me solidify and also writing down like I sometimes I'll just open up my notes app in my phone and write down things that make me happy. I've done that a couple times and it's usually like, okay, well, food makes me happy. Okay. Family time, spending time with my family makes me happy. Laughing makes me happy. Like, so I put down all these different things, like a good healthy environment makes me happy. Like I put down all these things that I know do make me happy and like what hobbies I can enjoy. So I don't know. I've definitely decided. And and that's me being intentional. That's me taking the time of um, getting off social media, of taking time for myself with my thoughts, 
also allowing my thoughts to evolve and not just shutting them away quickly like being able to allow my thoughts to evolve and open up my notes and writing it down because those are things I can look back on like oh I remember when I was really feeling happier knowing what things did make me happy I write them I wrote them down and now I can go back and read them I think that is actually incredible um that just gives you priorities in your life and like you said priorities equals being intentional Mm -hmm. and so like if I could write down like you know three priorities in my life would be I I love real estate or maybe five I love family I love real estate I love stocks I want to start a business and I like basketball and then I make choices around those things Mm -hmm. and that like allows me to live my best life possible because no one really cares about your dreams more than you do like it just comes down to it like you have to like find a way to live your dream. Yeah. And I love what you said, like intentional, being intentional really is, is just you thinking. Mm, yeah. Uh, honestly. Yeah. And thinking is a lost art in, in our day because um, I loved what you said is social media makes you over consume, over consume in, in what way? In, in the noise of the world and the material things, but also in like decisions that you don't have to make. And yeah. then if you don't make a decision, you get the consequence of a decision you didn't even make. Yeah. With consequence, like with everything, there's always a consequence, whether that's good or bad. That's something my dad taught me at a very young age. Yeah. And, and you're not even making those decisions. So then you can't really reflect upon like how you can be better or what you need to do. The only way out of that is to think what you want to write down what you love what makes you happy what like you jump out of the bed out of your bed and just be like i love doing this Mm -hmm. and then you make choices so that you can do that okay so let me tell a story about me being intentional not even about material things but about how i wanted to and how i changed like almost who I was or how I acted. I didn't change who I was. I changed how I acted because I didn't like how I was acting. So with, when it comes to basketball and when it came to me, I am a very passionate person. Um, and passion is a good thing. Yes. I, I think passion is a good thing, but you also have to be able to control your passion. Um, and so at least once a year, guys, this is me being vulnerable. Okay, listen up. At least once a year on BYU's team, I would have like at least one type of blow up where I would just get so frustrated where um, people like didn't know how to handle me, where people just kind of like had to walk on eggshells around me. And I still don't know how to handle you. Well, yeah, you will never be able to <laughs> handle me. <laughs> But like people like and it it was just like maybe something happened or something just kept on happening. And it was just because of myself. Like it was just because like I was embarrassed. Maybe like I hadn't been performing as well as I know I should have. And I was embarrassed. Um, I used to feel and I'm sure it will come back again in my life. But shame was is something that like I deal with. And I um, sometimes in those moments I would feel so much shame and shame is a very interesting emotion that that's a very um, tough emotion, especially for me, but I'd get embarrassed. I'd feel shame. And then sometimes I would like blame my teammates for what I, for what I was doing wrong. So for instance, um, maybe like one day was just, things are just boiling, boiling up for me. And maybe I missed a lay in something so easy and I got, would get so embarrassed and shamed and then maybe something would happen and blow up and I would just get super angry. And then that, it, I'm just explaining this wrong. I'm probably making myself sound worse than I actually was, but um, it, it just wasn't fun. And it was something I didn't like sitting with. And I also didn't like knowing I was affecting my teammates in in this sort of way that was negative because I was also a leader on my team. I was supposed to be this leader that was able to lead my team and help my teammates. You, you like if you're a leader and, but then you're also 
having these moments of weakness, which I always say I'm going to have moments of weakness, but these moments of weakness that affect others negatively, that's not the type of leader or person or teammate or friend, most importantly, friend I wanted to be. So in the last two years, I made, I, I made it a point to end that. I, I made it a point and I was intentional that I am not going to be this, this person who's quick to frustration because of my own embarrassment because of my own shame and I'm not going to do that anymore so and I and I really did change it it took a bit where I had to really when moments like this would happen where I had to be so intentional where I had to be so focused on staying calm like I didn't have anger and management issues but I just had these moments where um, things just boiled up for me and I was able to stay, I, I'm able to stay calm in these moments. And I, I, one way that I also think helped me in these situations is think and realize what was most important for me. Like the most important thing for me, especially when I play basketball, is to enjoy my time with my friends and my teammates and my coaches and the helping staff and all those people. That that especially later on in my college career was so important for me. If you know me, you know I'm a people person. I love being around people. My social battery is charged when I'm around others. Like I love that. And so it was very, very important for me to maintain relationships. Yeah. And tell me what happened your fifth year because of that. What was like, I know it's not always about the result because you deciding to do that like teach you whatever, whatever way it would have, you know, the outcome would have been. But what were the results of that year? How did you feel? Oh my gosh. Like I, like nothing can compare to, especially the last year of my college experience. Like I am so blessed that I was able to have a fifth year to play basketball with those girls. Cause I got even closer than I ever thought I could. Um, I I built friendships that were stronger because of one how I wanted to be our team prospered. I'm not saying oh because I was a better leader our team our team prospered, but in a sense like I would say that definitely did help. There's n- rarely any drama on our team and if there was it it could be handled super easily because everybody was comfortable with, with each other to like talk about it. So I don't know. I I am like when it comes to intentionality, I am such an advocate of it because I've seen it change myself and I've become someone that I want to become. Like I I I'm a vocal leader, but I'm I'm a vocal leader in the sense of I want to be well, I'm not I'm not going to try and tear you down as a vocal leader. I always want to lift you up. Like I always want to, but like I, as a person of, as an individual and as someone that knows basketball, I'm just able to, and I see the good in my teammates every single time. That doesn't mean I don't see the things that they can improve on, but it's not also not always my place to like say anything about that. Do you know what I mean? I don't need someone coaching me all the time that's supposed to be my teammate that's not fun yeah i think you experienced that like the first four years and then or the first three i don't know exactly the fourth but then you realize like no just my freshman year i kind of after the start of my sophomore year i kind of nipped that in the butt for me like in a sense um just like for me i'm very big on respect i'm very big on and and that's not respecting like whoever's oldest I, I think the whole senior sen like seniority thing like it's overplayed in sports it's so annoying it's so overplayed like I am an adult when I go to college I am 18 years old I was 19 years old my freshman year of college and I was playing with 24 and 25 year olds I, I don't care if I'm a freshman res- like I will treat you with respect I'll treat you with the same respect you treat me so do not treat me with bad respect. I will treat my coaches with so much respect, but I also res- uh, expect respect in return because I am an adult and I'm doing a job for them. 
Am I getting paid? Yes, 100%. Am I going to work my butt off for my coaches? Yes. I have such great relationships with my college coaches because of that mutual respect. But, But my freshman year was definitely something that was interesting where it was like this whole seniority, like like it was so weird. We couldn't even talk to our seniors. Like, I don't like it's, I don't even know if they wanted to talk to us cause we were just these stupid freshmen. I don't know what it was, but it was so annoying. And I knew when I was that freshman that that's not who I'd be as a senior. And I, I, I'm so proud to say that BYU when it came to my basketball team was such an inclusive team where everybody could like whoever joined our team was welcomed with open arms. Like, and it doesn't matter what your, like, what maybe people have said about you to us from other programs or, like, whatever it was. When you come to our team, when you came to our team, like, you were part of us. And we brought you in and we, like, tried to be as inclusive and include you as we could. And, like, so many people have said, like, this team is special because of that situation and because it is so easy for everyone to like each other we had a freaking ball my senior year it was so much fun I mean like both my senior years it was so much fun super senior I was a freaking (laughs) super senior not because of education though because of COVID that is that is so funny um I'm gonna kind of like switch a little bit here so I hope you're okay with that um go ahead One thing about being intentional, I realized also, is that sometimes or a lot of the time, you will feel like you're alone. And the only reason because of that, like I said before, the whole social proof, like you will separate yourself from the crowd because you want to live your own life. And I think that's important to understand. It's not because it's not like it's not a bad lonely like loneliness it's a it's a good form of it so like i'll give you an example like in high school like what i i didn't like going to parties i loved hanging out with some of my friends but the thing that i loved the most was being with my family and so i made decisions like hey if my dad said hey like hey we're going hunting uh your brothers and i are going hunting and i had a party that night in high school, guess what I would choose 10 out of 10 times to be with my family because I knew that would make me the most happy. And then also what would make me happy was how hard I worked. Like being intentional is hard work. Like you said, it wasn't easy for you. It takes time. You had to be, as you said, this is probably one of the most important things out of this whole podcast is focus. Laser-like focus. And like you have to focus on those things. And so so, um, so then I realized like, hey, like I like working hard. And so I'd like to go down to the church gym and get shots up and be with my brother and my brothers and get work done. Because I knew one thing I wanted to play collegiate basketball. And that wasn't going to happen unless I was focused and my choices um, showed that I wanted to play collegiate basketball. And so I would be down in the gym, um, till five to seven with my brothers and go home and eat. And then we'd just chill and talk and then, then go to bed. And I had a lot of my other friends running around, you know, playing cops and robbers and doing all these different things. It it is a fun game, but like (laughs) in the end, like I just decided, I wanted to do something else. Your priorities were different and that's totally fine. And that's not saying that your priorities were better than your friends. Oh no. It's just the life that I wanted to live. Exactly. And, and I'm still happy about those choices. I feel like I lived my best life in high school because I kind of knew what I wanted and I make, cho- I made choices that were grouped with what I wanted. That is so funny because my senior year, like I loved hanging out with my friends. I loved like I had this friend group that was so much fun um, and I loved hanging out with them. But then when it came to my senior year and I knew that I was going to go away for college, I started like staying with my parents on the weekends, if that makes sense. Like I always wanted to be with my parents and my family on the weekends because 
I don't know. It, my priorities just changed and that was totally okay. I still love my friends. I still would go out with them sometimes, but like I remember being so intentional about, I know I'm not going to see my parents as much, even though they literally came all the time to Utah, but I wasn't going to see them as much as I was used to. And, and they were like, family's a big part of both our lives. And so I, I made sure that I got my time in. It's never enough, but I got my time in. <laughs> it really is never enough. Um, yeah. So it, it it's like this loneliness, but it's not exactly, you know, you being alone. It's just, you're different. Well, it, you're unique. I know what you mean by that. It's almost like you're in a different stage of your life. Like where you are, like everybody, like this herd mentality, everybody's going to kind of do, not everybody, but a big group of people are going to do the same thing. And then there's going to be a few outliers like floating around by themselves. And that, I think that's what you mean by like, it's kind of lonely in, in that sense. Yeah. And, and I think it's, it can be uncomfortable at times. Yeah. Because you like, like this is work, like this is hard. Change is uncomfortable. Change is uncomfortable. And also when like you're working hard to change, like that is uncomfortable. Yeah. But like the more you do something, the more like you get used to it. Oh my gosh. I literally was just about to say that. Like when you like with being intentional with the whole, how I wanted my attitude to change on the court and how I wanted to be more of an uplifting individual and teammate and friend. Like now it is literally habit for me. Like when some things happen on the court, like us athletes, we all know when something happens that you know is not supposed to happen. Maybe someone's not being patient or something like that. Instead of me like trying to correct it or get frustrated and maybe do something passive aggressive and like, like huff or like throw my shoulders down or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like I just like take a deep breath. I'm like, whatever. In the grand scheme of things, it's, we're literally just trying to get an orange ball through a hoop. Like (laughs) it's not that big of a deal. I wish I could do it more. (laughs) (laughs) Don't laugh at me. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I think Connor's like leading his team in scoring right now. So I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think that's true, but no, I, I just, anyway, I, I think it's true. We'll look at the stats after whatever. Go eyes on. of the beholder. That's what I want my wife I'm to be biased. thinking. Yes. <laughs> Tricked her into marrying me and thinking I scored the most points. I love that. At least like before this last game, I don't know how much you scored, but before this last game, you're the leading scorer of your team. Oh, absolutely. Then the last two games, combined i haven't even played enough minutes for one game because i've been in foul trouble yeah never been in that situation before it's new to me oh my gosh i used to be in that situation all the time it's a it's a mental battle for me watching the game and being like you know you're supposed to to be be out out there there. and then after sitting on the bench for 10 minutes and then like whatever you're still so good at it connor will come off the bench and do like a step back three and swish it i'm like who are you yeah yeah (laughs) i don't really need warm-up i just just get in there and start playing that's that's better for me um so i think like i just want to talk just about like one more thing just like to sum it up to make it very simple okay and as we were talking i was thinking you know about like maybe like an equation to this and the equation is like choice plus discipline equals being intentional and what i mean by that is it's easy to make a choice but then to discipline yourself to that choice is hard the discipline part is hard so like you made the choice of saying i'm going to be a nice player i'm going to be a good teammate i want to be a friend to my teammates and i'm not trying to say i was mean before no you just wanted to be better just because just because you want to be better in something doesn't mean like, oh, you're so horrible at it or anything like that. It's just you always want to improve. You want to progress. Yeah. And that's what life is all about is taking a step forward and up. And so that choice, the choice was easy. You're like, you're dreaming in your head. You're like, wow, I just can have these relationships for, you know, the rest of my life. We can have this bonding time. And then the discipline comes in. And that's when... A girl passes it to you. It hits your foot. It goes out of bounds. Like it maybe it would have hit your hands a little bit. So now you're like, maybe I should have caught that. I'm a little embarrassed. The coach's like, like what the heck, Paisley? And then you're looking at your teammate and you're like, I 
want to rip into you right now. I was wide open. I could have shot a three. We were tied right now. I've hit my last two. And now the coach is looking at me like I'm crazy. But then this is a discipline. You're like, okay, it was the right play. No big deal. Like I messed, she made a bad pass. Like I maybe should have caught it. Like, hey, like we got it next time. No worries. There's no no reason to bring more, um, what is it called? Like anxiety to your teammates as a teammate. There's no reason to bring more anxiety to your teammates as a teammate. Coaches do it enough. You're you're supposed to uplift your teammates, stick together. That's like one thing I always tell my teammates is like, this is us. This girls, this group of girls of teammates, this is us. The coaches are on the outside. Like, yes, do we have respect for our coaches? Yes, do we love our coaches? Do we piss around with them and mess around with them? Yes, for sure. But when it comes down to it, we, we are together. We are the group. Like, yeah, it's your team. It's, it's our team. In the end, it's your team. And so... That's the equation I want Let's you to think about together. is choice plus discipline equals being intentional. And so like the first thing is, is to realize about being intentional. It is easy to understand, but very hard to practice. But there's hope because if Paisley and I can do it, oh my gosh, <laughs> anyone can, can do, sure it. do it. Anyone can do it. So what you really like, what it really is, is our invitation to you pretty much is just to sit down, think about your life, what you want. Or go on a walk. doesn't how matter. To get, well, yeah, go on a walk or whatever gets you in the mindset of you to think correctly. Write it down. See your priorities in life. What you want. What, what do you dream about? What you love. Because in the end, and I think I've realized this more than anything, if you don't love something, you're just going to run out of gas. And the thing is, if you don't love something, if you don't love what you're doing, you do not need to stick with it. Okay? Yeah. People? Okay. So, <laughs> to close this up, because we love chatting so much, is intentionality is not perfection, but it's closer to completion. And you're oh, trying to complete yourself. Okay. So, compound interest, whatever you want to say, compound your life, small and simple things, great things come to pass. I love it. Do you have anything to add, Paisley, before we say No, I love that. Goodbye? I love that. You love that? I love that. that I loved good. our conversation. Yeah. I love learning good. from you. Aww. And you didn't say this, but I'm going to say it. She says social media leads to overconsumption in our talk at the breakfast table. And I've thought about that. And I'm like, that was profound. Oh, and it's been in my you. mind ever since that. But just to wrap this up. And I still love social media, guys. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah. Yeah. She does. And she's in a way, in a form, an influencer. But watch out. Don't let her influence <laughs> how you want to live your life. Um, but to wrap this up, uh, we want you to go visit outlet.thepodcast. Our Instagram page. Our Instagram page. And send us in something, how you're being intentional or how you figured out how you want to be more intentional. Yeah. And we would love to read them. DM us. DM us. Slide maybe in the DM. Maybe we'll get ideas from you guys and put them into our lives. I don't know. Oh, and definitely know. send us um, I- other ideas about what you want us to talk about on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So just Also re- tell us, sorry, keep interrupting you, but also tell us if you absolutely hated this. If you don't like this style of podcast, I hope that's not true, but... Um, yeah, tell us how you want to do this. We want your feedback. All right, go visit the the Instagram page. Thank you. Bye, Bye. guys.